In this second session on 2 Corinthians 9, 6-11, I suggested that the question we're going to try to answer is, when Paul says, God loves a cheerful giver, what does the word love mean? And why does he love cheerful givers specifically in that way? A little review. We notice there are six ways that our giving is to be characterized in these first two verses. He who sows sparingly, so don't sow that way because you're going to reap sparingly. Whoever sows bountifully, do so that way with a view to blessing as many people as you can and you'll reap bountifully. Blessings will come back upon you bountifully. We'll see more of that as we go along. Each one of us must give as he has decided in his heart. It's to be a heart motive, not merely external, and therefore not reluctantly, and not under compulsion, but rather cheerful. All six of these are ways of describing our giving, but the one that's focused on, because it's the one God loves, is cheerful. That's what it means to come from the heart, and that excludes reluctant giving, giving that would make you miserable because your heart is not in it, under compulsion because you're trying to avoid punishment or get the praise of people or some extraneous motivation besides the joy that there is in joining God in giving. And now the question is, what does this mean? And why does God find this kind of love in cheerful givers? Father, we want to be in this category and we want this kind of love from you. So work this miracle of cheerful heart generosity in us, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's read the rest of it. And God is able to make all grace abound to you so that having all sufficiency in all things, you may abound in every good work. As it is written, he has distributed freely. He has given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. He who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way to be generous in every way, which through us will produce thanksgiving to God. Why is it then that God loves a cheerful giver, and what does that love mean? Well, you got two possibilities, don't we? It can mean love in the sense of doing good to people or in the sense of delighting in people. The first one doesn't work. Clearly, God does love this way for people who are not cheerful givers. Here's what we were before we were saved in Ephesians 2, 
4 and 5, God being rich in mercy because of the great love, great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses. We weren't generous. We weren't kind. We weren't cheerful givers. We were selfish and rebellious. And his love and mercy abounded toward us, and he made us alive together with Christ. He made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. So this kind of love clearly is not what is meant here. This is love that is peculiarly directed towards cheerful givers, which we were not in Ephesians 2, 4, and 5. And in Ephesians 2, 4, and 5, we were greatly loved with a love that did us good even when we were quite quite undelightful. Now, this kind of love here is delighting in a certain kind of giving, cheerful giving. And we know that is also the way God loves because of Philippians 4, 16 and 18. Even in Thessalonica, Paul says, you sent me help. So they gave, they gave money, they gave goods, they sent them by Epaphroditus. You sent me help for my needs once and again. I am well supplied, having received from Epaphroditus the gifts you sent. And here's how he describes them. They are a fragrant offering. They are a sacrifice, acceptable and pleasing to God. God loves this kind of giving. God delights in this kind of giving. And he is pleased by those who so gave. Now, I I just want to be careful that we don't take the doctrine of justification by faith, which says that God found us in our ungodliness, and because of Christ, he counted us righteous and perfect in Christ so that he looks upon us as pleasing in Christ, even when we sin. That's true. That's the doctrine of justification. But on the basis of that right standing with God, we now do things like this. We send gifts to people. We're cheerful about giving. And that pleases God, really pleases God. It's really acceptable to God. And that's what's going on here. God loves, delights in, is pleased by cheerful givers. Why? I think the next verse is the key. And God is able to make all grace abound to you so that having all sufficiency in all things at all times, you may abound in every good work. So this is answering the question, how can I be a cheerful giver when I'm so poor or have so little? Or my, if I give it, I won't have anything else to give. And he says, no, 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 no. God is able to make all grace abound to you. Why? so that you will have all the sufficiency you need in all the things and all the times. Sufficiency for what? Not everything under the sun, but for every good work that God expects from you. God will never call you to be a giver of something he will not supply. Do you get that? You will have all sufficiency 
for being the giver God intends for you to be. And it may be your last two pennies like the woman in the gospel. Jesus said she gave more than all the rest. And you will be able then to give it cheerfully if you believe this. So I think it pleases God. He loves this kind of giving because it it shows our trust, our hope in him. And thus it shows his trustworthiness. So you read something like this in Psalm 147, 11, the Lord takes pleasure in those who fear him, in those who hope in his steadfast love. So there is a reverential, trembling approach to God that finds him full of steadfast love and thus begets hope, and that pleases God. God loves it when we hope in him. And if you read verse 8 and believe it, then you will hope in God. You will say, no, God is able to make all grace abound to me. I will have all sufficiency in all things at all times so that I will be able to to be the cheerful, to be the giver in every good work. And therefore, I can be cheerful. So the cheerfulness shows the hope that we have in God, and God loves to be hoped in. He loves to be trusted. It shows his trustworthiness. It shows his bounty. It shows his kindness and his steadfast love. Same thing in verse 11, same argument. You will be enriched. You'll have all sufficiency. You will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous. To be generous, he will always make sure that you will be able to be a cheerful giver because he'll enrich you in every way, which through us... Now, I'm going to add another argument for why he enjoys cheerful givers. Because through us... Your generosity is going to produce thanksgiving to God. God loves to be thanked. God loves to be glorified by being thanked. Consider this God-centered passage. For my name's sake, I defer my anger. For the sake of my praise, I, I restrain it for you, that I may not cut you off. Behold, I have refined you, but not like silver. I have tried you in the furnace of affliction. For my own sake, for my own sake, I do it. How should my name be profane? My glory I will not give to another. The point of that text, and dozens others like it in the Bible, is that God loves his glory. God is passionately committed to being exalted above all things. Listen to how the psalmist prays in the most famous of all psalms. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness 
lots of giving for his namesake. He's doing it. He leads me in being a generous, righteous person for his namesake. Or Psalm 25, for your namesake, O Lord, pardon my guilt, for it is great. Even the pardon that we get for failure is done for his namesake. So when I come back here and I see that the whole passage ends on, it will terminate in thanksgiving to God, I think that is part of the reason why God loves a cheerful giver. Because the cheerful giver shows that he's hoping in the promises of God to supply all his needs, make him all sufficient, make him generous in every way, and then get him thanks. One more session on this next time on how does the rest of this actually argue and support our being cheerful givers.